Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. We'll get into tonight's story in a minute, but first, let's listen to this. Traveling, gardening, painting pictures, hobby shop. What are you doing, McGee? I'm making a list of things folks like to do when they retire. (laughs) Well, add sitting to that list, will you? (laughs) That's what you like to do. Anyway, who's retiring? Well, not me. Not yet. But retirement is something that every man jack of us thinks about from time to time. Every woman jell of us, too, McGee. Well, go ahead now. There's more to retiring than just thinking about it. Uh Uh-huh. Retirement, that is really carefree retirement, has to be planned for. And the best way to start is with a prudential retirement income plan. And the best time to start is right now while you're earning money. With a prudential retirement income plan, you can be sure of a monthly income when you reach the age you want to retire at. And you'll get this regular income, money coming in every month for just as long as you live. Well, Molly, did you want to say something? Yes, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Folks, why don't you call your prudential agent? He'll tell you how you can see all your retirement dreams come true with a Prudential Retirement Income Plan. Every month around this time, Mr. McGee sits down with a pencil, a tablet, and the monthly bank statement. And the afternoon's usually filled with loud and angry noises. But never before in all the years has Mrs. McGee heard him make a noise like this. Hey, Molly. Boy, oh boy, is this wonderful. Yahoo! When did you see what happened, kid? What? What? Don't tell me the bank credited our account with somebody else's million dollars because you'll only have to give it back. Oh, no, no, no. This ain't anybody else's money. This is ours. And it ain't a million dollars. It's just a respectable, very exciting sum of 2263 that I didn't know we had. How did this happen? Simplest and the dumbest thing in the world. Remember when I paid that grocery bill of 2263 last month? Well, somehow or other, I took it off in our check stubs twice. Oh? Which means we got twenty-two sixty-three more in the bank than I thought we had, which is just like finding it. Boy, oh boy. Hey, you fixed dinner yet? No. Well, don't start. I'm going to take you out stepping tonight. That's what I'm going to take you. $22.63 worth. Oh, McGee. <laughs> but what would we do with 22 Waltz Moss Blue Plate Specials? Guess again, Mrs. McGee. We're stepping higher than that. I'm just in the mood for a little night clubbing tonight. Some entertainment. A floor show. Great, great. Where are we going, Las Vegas or New York? Oh, we're going west, about three miles, <laughs> to that fancy new nightclub I've been reading about, the Copacabibbo, out on the new highway. Oh, say, Mrs. Bradley was out there. They had a wonderful time. Yeah, the Copacabibbo. Mm-hmm. Run by a couple of New York guys, Benny Copa and Ishkabibbo. I was reading their ads in the Gazette this morning, and guess who opens there tonight with a big floor show? Jerry Colonna, right from Hollywood, in person. Oh, that sounds wonderful. You sure it's the same Jerry Colonna? The one that sings like an air raid siren through a big black mustache? That's the guy. Give me the phone. I'll make a reservation. Oh, dear. I don't know. Do you think we ought to spend the money, McGee? There's so many things. Relax, Tootsie, relax. As the doctor says when he spanked the brand new infant, come on, baby, live a little. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, operator. Give me the Copacabibbo. Oh, is that you, Mert? Oh, my. How's every little thing, Mert? Tis, eh? What's, eh? Your Colorado uncle. 
Struck gold. Wonderful. Started a regular riot, eh? Her uncle a prospector, is he? No, no, a dentist. He's working on a patient and his drill struck gold. He said it was a filling, but the patient claimed it was his back collar button and screamed so loud he started a regular... What, say, Mert? Yeah, yeah, the nightclub out on the highway there. Get me the head waiter. Oh, my, the head waiter. Are you getting fancy? Might as well go to the top man. Grocery boy! Huh? How the heck did you get on that line, old-timer? And you, Johnny? I'm out here at the Copacabra something or other cabaret on the highway. It's the old-timer out at that nightclub. Phone rang and nobody else here, so I picked it up and... Said, hello, Johnny. What the heck are you doing out there? Delivering groceries. What the heck are you doing calling up? I want to talk to the head waiter. Put him on, will you? Ain't here, Johnny. Nobody here but a pot wrestler in the kitchen and a party still going on under one of the tables left over from last night. Hmm. Well, I and Molly want to get ourselves a table. Who can we talk to? What kind of table do you want? Coffee table? Because they got a sale on coffee tables at Staples Maple Shop. No, no, no. We don't want a coffee table. We want a... Dining table, maybe. Hey, Bessie's got a dandy dining table she wants to sell, and I can get it cheap for you. Listen, will you pipe down, will you? We want to get a table out there at the nightclub. Where are you talking from, doggone it? Oh, I don't know, Johnny. I don't think they'll sell any of these tables. They need them for the customers to sit at. Oh, look, I want to make a reservation. I want to reserve a table for two, for tonight. We want to sit at it, understand? Oh, why didn't you say so? Just a sec. One of the boss men just walked in. Get me a good table. Ringside, you understand? Oh, Mr. Kabibbo. Hey, a couple of friends of mine, Eamon McGee, want to reserve a good table for tonight. All right, sir. Thank you. Uh, okay, Johnny, you're set. All fixed up like a wrestling match. <laughs> you sure we'll be right down front? Son, your table is down so close that when Kelowna sings... You kids will feel like flying fishes playing all day. Have fun. Goodbye. There's more fun with the McGee shortly. When you look ahead to retirement, what do you see? A rocking chair or a road map? For most folks, retirement isn't what it used to be. Rocking chairs have been replaced. Today, folks look ahead to that long postponed trip, that cabin in the country. And what about you? Are you planning today so your plans will materialize later on? Buying United States savings bonds on the payroll savings plan is a way of saving especially geared to such long-range programs. You can save good-sized amounts for the future without cutting corners today. With payroll savings, your employer sets money aside for you before every payday. That way, you never miss it. Yet payday after payday and year after year, your collection of savings bonds grows. When you're ready to retire, your bonds pay back $4 for every three you put in, even more if you held them beyond maturity. Look ahead to your future with United States savings bonds. Join the payroll savings plan today. place certainly does look packed. Yep. Surprising the number of people who make it their hobby coming to nightclubs, especially at night. Hey, bud. I'm sorry, sir. We are all filled up. That's all right, my good man. That's all right. We got a reservation. The name is McGee. Choice ringside table. Right down front, too. Uh, reservation, you say? I don't seem to Made see... by me this afternoon. Mr. Kabibbo himself. This is the Copa Kabibbo, ain't it? Oh, yes. Only 
I can't seem to find your name on my Maybe list. Maybe he'd find it looking through a rolled-up dollar bill, McGee. No, no, no. Not when I made the arrangements with the boss himself. Uh, say, Bud, uh, get Mr. Kabibbo. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. He went home a while back with a headache. Uh, come on, please. I'll find a table. Just follow me. I knew we'd get taken care of good. Uh, excuse me. Uh, this way, please. If he's leading us to a ringside table, it's to watch a fight in the kitchen, McGee. You're right. Hey, bud. Ah, uh, yes, here we are. What do you call this? A home away from home? Doggone it, what'd you do with the ringside table Mr. Kabibbo himself reserved for us? I am sorry, sir. I have no reservation in your name. What? You don't have to take this table if you don't want to. I have a line waiting at the bar who would jump at it. A line of kangaroos, no doubt. Well, look, Molly, we might as well take it as go somewhere else. I guess so. The main thing is we're here now. Sit down and we can order dinner before Jerry Colonna comes on, huh? Boy, he's the funniest guy I ever... Colonna? You came to see Jerry Colonna? It wasn't to see the decor, which you couldn't see anyhow in this feeble coal mine. Well, didn't you see the sign as you came in? Tonight only, the Sour Wine Brothers? The Sour! But we came to see Jerry Colonna. He has been delayed a day coming from Reno, Nevada. What's the matter? Is he trying to shoot his way out of the dice table? <laughs> All I know is there was a mistake on the dates. That is why Mr. Kabibbo went home with a headache. But you will love the Sour Wine Brothers. I've never even heard of them. They do a sensational acrobatic act. Terrific. Uh, I'll get you a waiter. Uh, Keniston, your station. Take care of... Ah, oh, for Pete's sake. I'm all the way out here to see Jerry Colonna and my guys. They got oh, some... Oh, well, don't fret, McGee. Things never work out exactly the way you plan them. But we'll have fun. Sure we will. We will if we can see anything from here besides the backs of a lot of people that didn't call up early like we did. Uh, so yes, as we sir. Can... You wish to order, sir? Here you are. The dinners are on this side. Oh, thanks. I see what I want right now. I'll have the roast beef. Why don't you have the roast beef too, Molly? Uh, no. I was asking my wife, bud. Any objections? Uh, no roast beef, I mean. It went out early tonight. Oh, for Well, that. if it's gone, McGee, let's try something else. Yeah, well, what would you suggest? How about a couple of nice steaks? Uh, they're over here on the other side, sir. Uh, what else do you suggest? Well, I'm afraid the only other dishes now are chopped sirloin steaks. That's hamburger. And sweetbreads. Two hamburgers, medium. Uh, very good, sir. Hold it a second, garçon. What's the vegetables with the hamburgers? French fried potatoes and either spinach or string beans. I'll have both the spinach and string beans and no potatoes. Uh, sorry, sir. Give you either one. I want both. Skip the potatoes. But we can't make substitutions on the dinner, sir. That's the rule. Oh, you can't make substitutions, eh? No, sir. Just call that head waiter over here. The one that brought us in here. Well, he'll tell you the same thing. The rule... You can scram, Buster. I ordered the head waiter. Hey, bud, you. Oh, McGee, please don't I'll do that. handle this. Yes, you, bud. Uh, yes, yes, what can I do for you? We ordered the hamburger on the dinner, Si. Only I asked for two green vegetables on account of I'm cutting out potatoes, and the waiter says I can't have them. That is correct, sir. No substitutions permitted on the dinner. Mm-hmm. Now, it was all right for you to substitute this way out on the bleacher's table for the one I ordered, ringside. Well, I have And it was okay for you to switch from Jerry Colonna that we came to see to some sour acrobats nobody ever heard I of. I explained. And you think nothing of running out of roast beef and substituting hamburger instead. But when I got the sheer gall to try to substitute string beans for potatoes, oh, no. No substitutes. But we have... Well, Buster, you can make one more substitution. Substitute a couple of other saps for us because we're going home. Come on, Molly. This crummy, chiseling, jip joint. The stale beer brothers. We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. 
Got time for a ten-second quiz? What is Monitor? One who keeps order? The ironclad ship used in the Civil War? A large lizard? Or NBC's newest radio sensation? The answer is they're all correct. And although the dictionary doesn't have the latest definition of Monitor, you can listen and find out for yourself when NBC previews this innovation in radio listening this coming Sunday. This preview will be eight hours long, but only a sample of the giant 40-hour-long show that will actually start Saturday morning, June 18th, and will run until the next evening. Monitor will bring you an exciting weekend-long show that will bring the entire world as close to you as your radio. Where else but on Monitor will you hear a worm turn, an oyster laugh, or go for a ride in a jet breaking the sound barrier? Be sure to hear the Monitor preview this Sunday. Of course, the McGee's and Gildersleeve will still be heard on Sunday evenings for more entertainment. Thanks to you, finding that new delicatessen. Thanks to you, finding that record shop open. We've got three more Jerry Colones to put on after this one. Boy, this is a lot better than that Copacabibo. Yeah, cheaper, too. And more comfortable. <laughs> Imagine what they'd say out there if we tried to eat and dance at the same time. And in our stocking feet, too. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. You're my idea of a perfect personality. Deborah McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer. The captain was played by Parley Bear and the waiter by Jack Moyle. Well, Sunday night, Mr. McGee matches wits with a chipmunk, and I blush to tell you who comes out on top. This is John Wald inviting you back Sunday to hear it. Good night. Monitor takes you everywhere. This Sunday on NBC Radio.